Welcome to 40N. I'm Annie. And I'm Ellen. We're here to talk about mental health, gossip, and everything in between. Settle in. It's time for your weekly dose of psychobabble and other shit. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the, what is it, the first? The very first. The maiden voyage of (laughs) Of SS40N. (laughs) Here we are. Come aboard (laughs) along with us in our journey into self-discovery and things that are a little less serious along the way. Both, 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 both. Okay, great. Okay, so here we are. This is Annie, and I'm here with my sister, Ellen. Hi. Uh, We'll just go ahead and give a little intro to ourselves. Um, Gosh, I'm a therapist. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm a cool therapist, self-ascribed cool therapist. <laughs> I agree. Okay, thank you. What do you? What type of therapy? I do. Um, thanks for asking. I mm-hmm. do uh, EMDR. I do trauma work, and I work specifically with a lot of eating disorders and like I would say some a lot of young adult kind of stuff. I myself am a millennial. I'm a Virgo, which I very much identify with. I would say I'm I identify. A- with that for you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm pretty sure everyone who's ever spent any extended period of time with me would realize that. Um, what are I'm some of your most Virgo-y traits? Super clean. Got a lot of stuff about floors that I really will send me into a tizzy. Um, like really into floors. I'm really into floors. I have to have floors clean. I wear socks at all times. It, but it's not the socks though. It's like like growing up, like you would just like <laughs> sweep the floor. It'd be like a Saturday and gross. you'd be sweeping. And I used to get so annoyed because I'm just like, why are you doing And you'd be like vacuuming. And it's just like, what? Because it was <laughs> dirty. It wasn't. It like honestly wasn't. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was just like, that's such You a know, when we were watching Parasite the other day, if anyone hasn't seen that, maybe I highly recommend it. Yes. And there was a scene where he just runs in and I was like, I wish I lived in Korea because. You t- imme- they all immediately take off their shoes and put on house shoes. Right. It is a good, <laughs> it is a good trade. I kind of like that idea. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. So, anyway, that's, like, a brief insight into my Virgo-ness. Clean I mean, I'm freak. clean freak, super organized, pretty anal. Um, but I also have a Leo moon, so, like, I'm fun as well. Yeah, you're very fun. Yeah. You just like you, – you like things how you like things. I like things that is – what you call my tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> I think most people can relate to that, but I think for you, I don't know. It's just like you're very like logical, yeah, analytical, yeah. Kind of you like the facts. You like, yeah, yeah. And you, okay. Let's take turns. Go ahead. I am Ellen. I am the younger sister, so I'm 28 and Annie's 30. So yeah. we're two years apart, um, but we've always been really close. So. That's, you know, hence why we're still here making a podcast. Um, Yeah, I'm the younger sister. I'm the baby of the family, which I identify with heavily. Um, (laughs) I love being the baby. I love being babied. I love being doted on. I love it when our mom cuts up, like, my fruit for me in, like, small pieces. Mostly peaches. Mostly peaches. (laughs) Our mom is so freaking good at cutting peaches into, like, little slices. And if you ask her, she would love to do it for you. No, she does it, but then you say please, and then she'll do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I 
I like being the baby. It's just like what I like to be. And I'm a Scorpio, so I'm super emotional. Um, I definitely – that's kind of like our yin-yang mm-hmm. that we have going on. Like Annie's very like – clean into logic and reason you're like spock and start thank you and then i'm like i'm like kirk yeah i'm like i'm like i'm guided by my emotions um i don't know i i i just think that i'm more i'm just more emotional than you you think with your heart and I think more with yes, your head. Yes, yes. That's exact. That's literally exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, Which, like, I think works well. So, like, just an FYI to everyone out there. So, we run a um, nonprofit for eating disorder support groups. And I think that we get definitely, like, bring that dynamic into, like, our business. Right, right. Aspect as well. Yeah, totally. Um, and I am not clean nor tidy. <laughs> like, we got in a fight. It was like a little tiff, but because I had to like tell Andy to stop saying that my house smells every time she walks in the door. <laughs> FYI, <laughs> I was like, I was like, stop saying that every time you come in. And then you have stopped, which is good. And yeah. it's just because except I except for rare circumstances when it's just. And I do agree. And I do agree. Sometimes it's just the trash, and I haven't gotten to it yet, and I will. Like I said, we've got a good yin yang going on. Um, yeah, we run um, our treatment program. Um, it's for anyone um, of all ages who are struggling with body image, low self esteem, a full blown eating disorder, um, anywhere on that spectrum. We both live in Los Angeles, um, so that's where our treatment program is based at. Um, yeah, and then you know we. I know everyone in their mother has a podcast, but I think we noticed there was a gap in the market for a podcast that takes a deep dive into mental health issues as it relates to our generation. Yeah. Um, And then especially given our, both of our backgrounds in mental health um, and Annie being a therapist and me just being, you know, lived experience, lived experience. um, It, there's definitely like room for us to talk with people about any of, you know, pretty much anything related to like psychobabble. Exactly. Which is, you know, kind of our tagline. Yes. Yeah. I think we're looking to just talk about issues that like are weighing on people's minds, like the serious and the less serious. Yeah. Um, And I think that's kind of like what we're gonna, you know, dive into today. Um, But before we sort of get back or get into our first segment uh let's just like do some check-ins how's it how's it going for you what's your high with ellie what's your high and your low of the week yeah highs and lows so this is something that we do with our clients it's kind of um something a lot of people do in support groups um just as a way of checking in um so we'll always open the podcast with this highs and lows okay um I will start with my low. Um, My low is that I have been a little depressed. Um, I will get real. So the past like month of December, that would be December 2019, I was just like, uh, the holidays are just hard. Like just, they just are. And so I think I was like feeling that and just like stress from all the year of work and just like, um, just feeling really like straight up depressed. Um, I think so like seasonal. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. Well. Seasonal for sure. Um, but I'm feeling actually a lot better this week. I just had 
saw my therapist like two hours ago and I was telling her how just within the past week, just some of the visuals visualization that her and I had been doing around depression and um, naming it, being able to identify what it feels like and where in the body it feels like um, has been really helpful for me. Like for me, I feel, I feel it behind my eyes. Like when I'm depressed, I feel it in my eyes. My eyes feel really hot. It's weird if they feel hot and they feel like heavy and just like sad. They just feel like like I just feel it. And so we did a lot of like understanding of like, okay, this is where I feel it. Um, and then some visualization of like, um, like filling it. Like I visualized it as like two holes behind my eyes. Um, so we did some visualization of like filling it up with like sand in my mind, which mm-hmm. has been like really helpful. So in the times when I've been feeling that, um, feeling depressed and then kind of like noticing where I feel it, mm-hmm. I kind of visualize myself filling it up with like, um, you know, like the really thin sand that goes yeah, in like I a, love those. like a, like a tubey thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, like f- slowly filling it up with that, um, which has been really helpful and I've been feeling really good this week. Um, so that's good. Um, my high is that, um, I guess the bachelor is back and I'm very happy. I love, I, I only got into anything related bachelor last year. And I auditioned <laughs> and I was not chosen. And I had a Fun gr- fact. I had a great video. It was like it was. Vogue 73 question style. It was so cute. It was so Filmed good. By yours, really. Yeah. Um, it was so freaking cute. But I don't know, maybe I'll maybe I'll re-admit, maybe I'll resubmit. You're maybe just gonna like continue to submit that until you're 82. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, One day they'll call. Yeah, and you'll be like, oh, I'm but yeah. Now. <laughs> no, I love I love The Bachelor. I just think it's hilarious. And Peter's like, okay. Like you I didn't want this season. I didn't. I I think Mike would have been a better bachelor. I think he turned it down. Obviously, Tyler turned it down because he's too big now. Mm-hmm. I think Mike thought he was too big now because he had like a thing going with Demi Lovato. Mm-hmm. And so I think they asked him. There's no way they didn't ask him. Um I think they asked him and for whatever reason he turned it down and was like, no, like I want to do my own thing. They were like DMing each other or like commenting on each other's Instagrams with like, like the eye emoji. That is so 14. I can't imagine like turning down. Oh, I down. know. But like the eyes, you know, we're like. With she, like the eye hearts. No, no, no. It's like she'd post, she posted some like oh, swimsuit Oh God, pic. I know exactly what you And then the it's like. eyes. No, it's like, the, yeah, it's like the, the two, big eyes. Yeah, it's a. I use it when I'm like, I'm watching you or something like, <laughs> or like when I'm being creepier, like, Hey, yeah. I just saw something like, yeah. and then I'll send the eyes. Yeah. But he used it as like, Hey, like, I'm checking you out. Yeah. I'm checking you out. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know if there's still things. Maybe you wouldn't have fit well on that bachelor season if that's his communication style. That I know. Like right. Volumes to yeah. Me. But okay. like Peter's okay. So, okay. Any, what are your highs and lows? Um, okay. So my high is also TV related. This I'm sure will be a continual theme for this yes. podcast. Um, okay. So Vanderpump Rules is back. Yes. I'm a big fan and I have not watched it. It's like my Sunday morning day off work like I'm just really gonna enjoy myself show so I'm super looking forward to it I'm sure I'll have an update on my thoughts next episode um it's a really good episode I'm really excited they all apparently live in my neighborhood now yeah so I'm I must say I'm quite alert when I'm going to like the gas station and the grocery store they're around if I Jax see, is near us God, that is, right now yeah, Jax I'm is within sure like a do. three mile radius from us at this exact moment which like feels like it's it's not even that I like want to be friends with him they're just like I feel like I've grown up with them you know like oh, when yeah. I started watching that show I was like 
I don't know, maybe a senior in high school when that came out. Yeah. Something along those lines. Something along those lines. And they were like, they're not that much older. Mm -mm. You know, they're like maybe like five years older than me. And so I've just been a loyal fan the whole time. So like the idea that they're like living within, I mean, where I live, Valley Village is like a quarter mile radius. Like it's a very small part of LA. It's a very small, small part of LA. Yeah. So like just the, it's just The fact that they're so specifically in Valley Village. It's just like hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. And it feels just like really strange to me so I guess that's my high um and then I would say like my low is that just like with the new year coming or like having having just passed there's a lot of changes with therapy that go along with that it's just like people are like you mean with your clients exactly yes with like clients being like you know I think I'm good, which is totally fine. But then it's like, oh, shit, now I have to, like, fill the slot and, like, find someone else to take this place. And it's just a lot of, like, changes. And kind of as we, like, at length had nauseam discovered in the a couple of minutes ago, change is not my jam. So it's yeah. kind of, like, a lot of stuff, I think, going on with work and, like, changes and, like, new clients or people, like, leaving therapy and then, like, bringing on other people and, like, figuring out people coming in the door because oftentimes people will, like, reach out to, like, be in therapy and then it's, like, okay, cool, like, here are my time slots and then, like, they won't get back to me for, like, a couple weeks and then it's, like, oh, are you still have open and I'm, like, no. Right. So it's just, like, it's a lot It's kind of, of weird because I think for most other industries, like, January is, like, okay, let's go. Like, Q1, like, let's, yeah. like, let's get going. Mm-hmm. Let's, like, kick it off. But for, in at least in the mental health, like, January is, it's a little, it's slow and it's changey. It's slow and it's changey and it's, like, people definitely want therapy. Right. Um... And so they're either, in my opinion, it's either like there's a, like an onslaught of new people or it's like a lot of people being like, hmm, you know, I've been therapy for about a year and I think I'm good now, which is, again, totally fine. Like we all go through periods where we are and are not. Well, not me. I'm like always in therapy. But like, right. you know. Yeah. When you say that, I'm like, are you? Yeah. Like I think like speaking of the eye emoji, it's like the two eyes, like. Are, are you, are you? What? Oh yeah. Like, like, are you good? Are you good? <laughs> you should just send yeah. them the two eye emojis. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. Be like, okay. Like, I'm okay. Um. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into our psycho babble topic du jour, which is the modern eating disorder. Which, as I guess I'm saying it now, it sounds heavy probably to a lot of people but But um, hopefully interesting interesting yes for sure um to us I mean it's like we talk about this on a such a regular basis because we both I mean as we mentioned we run support groups for eating disorders and then we both are recovered from eating disorders ourselves so we're pretty we're pretty passionate about this topic I would say yeah and just opening up the the lines of communication about it and making it more normalized to talk about because as we're going to discuss it is so prevalent prevalent and commonplace and nobody's talking about it. And it's just like, like they are, but they aren't. Yeah. And I it's agree. just weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, with our own history, she like only eats bananas. What? That's all she eats. She eats like 50 bananas a day. Stop. And then what? I guess I shouldn't laugh. Um, but like, that's like outrageous. Well, right. But she like, she masquerades it as like, I'm super healthy. Like bananas have everything you need in terms of health. And then she got pregnant. And then you, since you're older. Yeah. I kind of, I went first. mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was, when I was a teenager, I was like severely um, anorexic. And then 
kind of swung the pendulum in the other direction the longer it went on into more of like a binge purge kind of situation with exercise um, because you know, after a while, it's like once you're not eating, like you get so, – obviously you get – and sounds like so silly – you get really hungry. Um, and then yeah. you just feel really like out of control around food, which is I think the hallmark of binging. So right. yeah, definitely kind of – I think I covered the gamut with like a lot of shit with right. my personal experience. And then you had some similarities. Yeah, some. Um, I think mine started off like in college as like um, body dysmorphia – low self-esteem, you know, low body Mm -hmm. image. And then it definitely, you know, there were restrictive elements for sure. Um, And then, yeah, unfortunately, like, or fortunately I, you know, got help and recovered and Mm -hmm. then had a, but had a relapse a little bit later on um, that was pretty restrictive. Um, So yeah, we've definitely, and something that we've struggled with and we're happy to be recovered from and happy to be, doing psychoeducation on it because mm-hmm. like just we just know so much about it um and i think with the modern eating disorder and that topic specifically it's like we know a lot about obviously there's a lot of information out there yeah. about anorexia bulimia um you know and those two being like the more well-known eating Mm -hmm. disorders you know when someone thinks of an ed they Mm -hmm. think of a really skinny girl you know like throwing up or not refusing to eat or things like that and um there's some new-ish diagnoses that are really super prevalent and um I'm sure everyone can relate to either having some tendencies Mm -hmm. knowing someone that's like this and 120 million percent seeing this on social media oh for sure for sure yeah so like yeah, I totally agree with, you know, binge and um, orthorexia kind of being the new, not new diagnosis, because I think it's been around for a long time, but yeah. just like recently more recognized and brought into the conversation. Right. And like, and people are com- more coming forward yeah. more to say, hey, this is a diagnosis that I have. Hey, this is something that I have. Not like, mm-hmm. I tend to do this. You yeah, know? right. It's like, or this, you know, it's like, okay, this is like a real thing. Yeah. And like something that is like causing, you know, functional problems in right. their life. So let's go ahead and give a little bit of background. So orthorexia is a big focus on purity, like pure foods, healthy foods, the whole clean food clean movement. Clean eating movement. Clean eating. Yeah. And it's, it's it's a it's an idea of like I have to have really healthy eating. I have to control what I eat, not to the point where you're starving yourself like as much, you know, as you would see with anorexia, but instead I'm really like quote unquote healthy. And anything that doesn't fall into that topic or like um umbrella of healthiness is not allowed and it ends up causing a lot of restriction around what you can do with food you know I can only have like my meal prep you know I can't go out to like a restaurant right um so it because it's such a new diagnosis there's just not a lot of data out on it yet um but I mean initially studies show that 21 to 57 percent of the population has some symptoms of orthorexia which is a ton of people like that's you know I I mean obviously it's a huge range because there's just not a lot of I think hardcore data out there but right 21 to 57 percent is like over half the population like on the top end you know oh right totally and I was looking at another statistic here that so there's a 2017 study so the good thing about 
this diagnosis is there's a lot of like new studies and research out there. So this one from 2017 linked Instagram use um, to increased orthorexia symptoms mm-hmm. and no, and they surveyed it across the other big social media platforms and um, Snapchat, Twitter and Facebook, there was no correlation. But That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, but it makes sense. It does. It's because it's, like I mean, it's just the way, but like, but the wellness culture and like the whole clean eating movement is so pervasive on Instagram. Yeah. Like that's like part of like why it's so popular now. Yeah. Because totally. there's so many quote unquote influencers who mm-hmm. have hundreds of thousands of followers who are telling people to like do all this crazy clean eating stuff. Like there's this one girl in Australia so then she got pregnant and then everyone was like up in arms like, oh my God, like are you just eating bananas while you're yeah. pregnant? Yeah. This I'd, Like malnutrition. Yeah. This city. was a few years ago and I have not checked up on her since. It was like a big Daily Mail. I love Daily Mail and this was like – Oh, this, this was, was like, a riot. This was a staple in, <laughs> in our, in, in like... our sections. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Daily Mail readers were up in arms over this. Wow. Um, but yeah, I mean it's just an example of – you know how normalized something like eating well like, right because is. okay if you're like a 15 year old girl you're like so confused yeah. you're going on this here's this you know of course she's beautiful she's super mm-hmm. skinny her body's like banging mm-hmm. like of course you're looking at that and you're like beautiful thin body mm-hmm. bananas yeah. like okay cool I'll do okay this. cool <laughs> i'll do this and so you know i yeah i mean she had like hundreds of thousands of followers of, and i'm sure many of them were eating way more bananas than they should yeah I like what I don't even know what would have, I honestly literally hate bananas, so I can't even say what the effects would be of eating a bunch of bananas. I just like, I, I, yeah, it was I so no it was so weird. But anyway, she has orthorexia. Is <laughs> so moral short. Long story short, orthorexic. but it's but it's like people like that, and it's like there's so much of this like wellness culture that masquerades as like health and um, like expert opinions and things like mm-hmm. that on Instagram mm-hmm. when they're have no basis to be giving yeah, these no health advice. No reason to be telling people what to mm-hmm. eat. There's no data showing that eating like only beets and radishes and whatever mm-hmm. is healthier mm-hmm. than, you know, having a cheeseburger. Right. Like there's no they're not backing up with anything. They're just this is what I do. Right. Yeah. Right. And there was like an there's a really interesting article and sad I think for a lot of people, like if you're going through that and like, you don't have to live this way, you know? Right. And I think it's, it's sad for me because we, because of like the, the social, right. The yeah. social media aspect. It's sad for me because I think a lot of people think that like, this is like what I have to do to like be a human and particularly mm-hmm, a woman, mm-hmm. be a yeah. woman in 2020 is like, I have to eat clean. And, like I can't have it like a cheeseburger. If I do, it's a cheat meal and like yeah, I'm being and bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, like good and bad foods are something that we talk about a lot and like, how commonplace it is to put that morality around mm-hmm, food of like, mm-hmm. oh, I had carrots and hummus for lunch. I'm so good. Yeah. And like, ooh, I'm having chocolate cake now. I'm like, oh my God, you're so bad. Like <laughs> so middle-aged bad. women be like, ooh, they're literally like better than sex <laughs> yeah. brownies. Yeah, slutty brownies. Slutty oh brownies. God, it's like, like really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just, it's this idea of like, we don't have to live life this way and our diets and what we eat should really be one of the last things that like, is on our mind. Right. Yeah. There was like a really interesting like article in Vogue of all places. Like how ironic. It's like talking about orthorexia while like it's like, you know, Bella right. Hadid is like on a, you know, modeling for them. Um, another topic for another day. But 
it was saying how this woman who had orthorexia, she was saying how she was having all these like negative health consequences and was like, I have headaches. I'm tired all the time. Mm. Like, this is so bad. Like my skin is like lackluster. My, you know, my fingers are brittle. And she's like, it must just be like inflammation. It must just be that, you know, I'm um, have an allergy or something right. like that. Or and perhaps like, it's that I'm the lie. <laughs> well, right. And the lie that you were sold that this yeah. would give you amazing skin yeah. and like, you know, I don't know, like cr- excellent nails, whatever mm-hmm. the nail thing is, mm-hmm. good nails and amazing hair. Mm-hmm. And like, it wouldn't make you like, I'm sorry. Like, and I think this is like the, the core issue. It's like the wellness culture and what orthorexia like not thrives on. Cause it's like people who push the clean eating movement in terms of are just like so obsessed with it and are all over Instagram talking about it and they're all like oh like it gives me the best hair like my skin yeah, yeah, is yeah, so yeah. clear like yeah. oh my gosh like all these like secondary all these benefits. things like like you know right but it's like but that's what they say right that's what they say but it's like at the end of the day it's still this like really core like fat phobic message oh, for sure of like clean eating is healthy eating and healthy eating is being thin. It's mm-hmm. like there's it's like there's a direct correlation. And like as I was thinking about that, I was like, yeah, like if by doing clean eating, it actually caused like say like a five to ten pound bump in weight for let's say for whatever reason, if you eat clean, mm-hmm. like that's how your body, that's how every body digests it, and everybody yeah. gains ten pounds. Yeah. No one would do it. Oh, a hundred. No one would do it. And I'm talking like I'm not saying like it's, I'm talking about a small bump in your weight. No one would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're getting all these health quote unquote health right. benefits, and like, you're getting your clear yeah. skin and all this stuff. But yeah. oh my god, but it causes. But like, I gained five pounds. But I gained five pounds. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 no I would so agree. Yeah. yeah, and so, but and and at the end of the day, it's just like these people who they're just eating this way, and they're saying it's because I'm not saying everybody, but the I'm sorry, but the influencers who are doing this mm-hmm. and getting paid for this, mm-hmm. they're not doing this. They're eating clean because they have amazing skin and good mm-hmm. nails. They're eating clean because it makes them thin. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it's like a hundred percent a fat phobic message for sure. And I think that, like, you know, I I think that like we as people, you know, as humans, there's this really weird idea of like purity and like food restriction. That I mean, we could right. really take or trace it back to I think a lot of like religious stuff with like you know saints like starving themselves to be like closer to God and like oh, right. I true. mean I mean even like modern too like I'm Jewish and on Yom Kippur we're like we don't eat you know mm-hmm. as like a fasting to reflect on like life and death and like you know facing like the new year right Jewish year yeah and same with Ramadan totally yes yes yeah. yes yes there's a lot of religious stuff I think around food and the and and the correlation between like food purity close better person close like and like and like especially I think in like the religious aspect um like holiness like yeah you and like I'm trying to think of um you know like Buddha or like um the hunger strike Gandhi Gandhi yeah and just like you know oh you're not eating so you're like you're holy or you're a better person or right. you're more pure. Yeah, I think that there's definitely something there. Yeah, for sure, which is like interesting and I, I even as I I I hear the words of like pure foods and clean foods, 
it just like says something to me around like trauma. I think a lot of in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like not for everyone, but not I think everyone, that, I think the potential yeah. is there of like if you have a really high tendency to be very focused on like my food needs to be pure, I need to be pure, my food needs to be clean, I need to be clean. It it says some stuff to me that like there might be something there to explore. In, you know? in terms of a traumatic event that happened in the background, that, yeah, that that has led you to believe that for whatever reason, this is how I'm going to feel better. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. And like I'm unpure or unclean because mm-hmm. of something that happened to me that mm-hmm. you know was not my fault. Mm-hmm. But I can fix it now by eating a certain type of way. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. So I think that you know something to just like think about if you do identify with this, and then you know when you hear people, I think like. The reason that this disorder, it took a long time to even have a clear label, you know, in the DSM was because people see it as like not a big deal. You know, it's like, oh, you're just like eating clean. But if you hear people who have gone through this, and I think a really good example is Homo sapien on um, Instagram. She's a dietitian and she kind of talks about her own experience with like orthorexia and how limiting it was in her life. Like, you know, I think she had like one story once where it was like she was eating peanut M&Ms and it Mm -hmm. was like, I can't believe I can eat peanut M&Ms now. Like I never would have been able to have like the food diet, the quote unquote process, the processed food aspect. And it's, like, when you can't, like, do, like, little things like that, it really does add up and and have a big impact on your life. Right. And it's also this idea of, like, when food is controlling your life so much, it's a problem. When food is preventing you from living. From, yeah. And, you know, like, if you have celiac or some other food allergy, that's different because it's not in your control. But mm-hmm. here, if you're you're willingly choosing to eat clean mm-hmm. and do this super duper duper restrictive diet, because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's a, re- it's a restrictive diet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it limits the times that you can sh- go out to eat with your friends. Totally. Or, like... You know, it's just, like, we spend so much time as humans, and we always have, like, bonding over food and Mm -hmm. meals that, you know, it's become such a part of our social culture. And I think when it becomes to a point, A, when it's, like, really impacting your life and your happiness, Mm -hmm. and when you're just, like, when you eat veggies, you get so bloated. Like, that's (laughs) the point. Especially, like, raw vegetables, that's Mm -hmm. the hardest things for our body to digest. Mm -hmm. So, like, eating that all the time, of course you're going to be bloated. Like, you know, it's like, Again, it's it, it's just like this this lie that we've been sold on Instagram mm-hmm. that if I eat this way, then I'll be super thin mm-hmm. and look perfect. And it's mm-hmm. like, like I'm sorry, like food just doesn't – it just doesn't work that way. Yes, 100%. Yes, I totally agree. So we definitely wanted to like – because we've talked so much around the – Instagram kind of stuff and the well not just Instagram like I think social media overall right stuff as related to this we wanted to dive a little bit into like what are the um I don't know people celebrities influencers out there that are promoting some of these like fad things that are really I think influencing orthorexia overall yeah I mean Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just like a PSA. Yeah, absolutely. So since we've been talking so much about Instagram and the Instagram effect that it has on the modern eating disorder, um, wanted to highlight a few of, like, the top celebrities who are hawking these, like, 
stupid fit tees. Can I guess? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, f- I feel like you'll get them right, obviously. Okay. okay. I'm just going to, like, throw out. Throw out some names, and then I'll agree. Okay. Probably. So some of them I know, and then some of them I, yeah. I'm just going to, like. I So, like, I'm going to say, like, probably the Kardashians. Like, so I'm going to say for sure Chloe. Oh, for sure. For sure Chloe. Chloe. I think Kylie did one, too. Yes. I think she got a lot of Yes, she did. She did. Um, I'm going to guess her, like her insta cohort um it's like i don't even know her who, name stassi? Stassi, stassi baby like her handle stassi baby no stassi yes baby. Stassi, yes stassi who is like kylie's jordan jordy replacement jordy number two yeah, yeah so so okay so i'm gonna say as long as stassi knows that that's fine but i just feel bad for her <laughs> i'm sure she i mean knows. she like she like pull, i mean she like moved the troops up like everyone got an increase know, in rank when jordan was out it was like when like your top sad. eight on like my space or yeah my space was like, oh yeah everyone yeah, moved up like, a spot <laughs> <laughs> all all it's like all, top seven on like a varsity team is oh like my God, let me and coach let me and coach jordan's like like banging like let me see Stormy, I want to go on the Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Not anymore. Um, okay, so yeah, so I'm gonna say Chloe. I'm gonna say Chloe Kim. Um, uh, Kylie. Uh huh. Um, I don't think I don't know if Kendall does. I'm not gonna say that. Um, Kendall doesn't. She does her weird like moon toothpaste. She did, and and of course proactive, which is like hilarious Hilar. to me. She's like, I had one zit. I had so much acne. Like, bitch. Like, <laughs> a I was on proactive when I was younger. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Yeah, it literally makes your face into a lizard. Like, it's like it's so dry. it's like so it's so yeah. at least it didn't work for me. And yeah. like Kendall is acting like she had cystic acne her whole life. She yeah. had normal like fucking chin breakouts like yeah. we all do. And then she had, and like, she's her, fucking like, beautiful. Like yeah. I don't even. Um, okay, wait. And then I'm gonna, so I am gonna, I'm gonna say, st- I'm gonna put Stassi Baby on there. Um, yeah, I don't have her on my list, so we would have to, we, we can fact check that, but there's no, who else? Not in my mind. Who else? Okay, so, okay, yeah, um, so obviously Kim and Chloe, of all the Kardashians, they are the two that are like the most, that promote them the most. Um, Chloe in particular, because she's, has been so on her fitness thing. I feel so bad for Khloe Kardashian. Well, I do too. And there was like, I think it was like I just feel I think for was, what she's been through, and like I understand why. She's I understand so why she's on weight. Oh, I to- oh, of course. Yeah. Like I totally get why. Yeah. Like after being berated by the media, telling you that like you're ugly, you're like you're the ugliest of their Kardashians. Oh, you're I, overweight. I you're naughty. Yeah. Like your dad's OJ Simpson. Like all this yeah. other stuff, saying like you're 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 yeah. so like you couldn't possibly be related. Like she she looks exactly like all of them. I have, I've never understood yeah. the stupid yeah. thing of like she doesn't look like them. Yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. Um. It's like she's been bullied into hating herself. Yes, and her identity. And now, like, fitness Mm -hmm. is her identity, like, quote unquote, revenge body. Yeah. And, like, all that stuff. Um, And then um, Jamila Jamil, who I'm sure everybody knows, um, Chloe, like, had some stupid, like, one of those, like, flat tummy shakes um, that she was selling. And then Jamila was like, you don't have to do this. And then. Chloe tweeted back. She was like, she was like, I choose to take jobs that are um, like easy for me to do and let me spend time with my kids. And it's like that's that great, is, but there are so, in terms of like great, good for you. There are yeah. so many jobs, like quote unquote, fit fun, right? There are so <laughs> many quote unquote jobs. Yeah, do so. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't care. I like 
Do something blue for blue apron. Blue apron. <laughs> do something, not even photo. Do something for a fucking candle. Do something yeah. for like a tampon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you have any of those companies would Leggings. love would pay you so much. Yes. You do not have to hawk these stupid yeah. appetite suppressant lollipops. Like no one's making you do this. Also, you have enough money already. You don't need this other paycheck. Um, Cardi B is a big one. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. she does a lot of the detox teas, which is hilarious because someone was talking about like <laughs> when she's doing the videos, she's like always like looking at the name of the product. Like she, cause she doesn't <laughs> even take it. If she did, she'd be like shitting she's her like, pants. Um, this is um. Yeah, no, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, Amber Rose, Black China, mm. kind of like. The Kardashian outskirts robs lovers. (laughs) (laughs) They also do this. And like Amber Rose was like selling the flat tummy tea when she was pregnant. It's like, really, bitch? What? Like, wow. So stupid. Um, One that was shocking to me that I did not know Demi Lovato. What? Right. So weird. So, yeah. So Demi was like, obviously, she's all about like, Body positivity. I love my body. Had an eating disorder. Had an eating disorder. Has been vocal about it. Yeah. All this stuff about, like, loving the body she's in. So she did, like, their Instagram name is Team Eye Blends. So it's, like, a 30-day detox shake, quote-unquote, challenge. And they – Kylie did this one, too. This was, like, one of the only ones Kylie did. Um, Kylie does, like, sugar bear hair, but, like, whatever. Um, But, yeah. Just eat your gummy. Just (laughs) – yeah, <laughs> I, I, I my hair. It's like it's so. It's like I don't know. Of all the like, of it's all so the, stupid of all, yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, so Demi did this, and she, but she kept branding it as like, like, join me on my fitness journey. Like, this is so empowering for us Wait, to this do this. Demi, this was Demi okay. who was doing the thirty day detox shake, which is literally like shit your pants for thirty <laughs> days. Like, of course you're gonna lose weight. You're yeah, just exactly. having diarrhea. Yeah, and it was like, and and yeah, she kept kind of like self love. But like the good thing is like her fans called her out on it okay and they were like what the fuck yeah like why are you doing this what did she say do you know no i don't know i think i don't know if she deleted it or, or like i don't just, like i don't think she did it. i think it's just like she probably just like didn't respond to it uh-huh. but if you guys are interested you can look at her page and see if it's still on there um her instagram or twitter but that one was like like everyone else like I expect it. Do, I expect, I, and it yeah. doesn't like it does surprise yeah. me that Kim does it. Does not surprise me that Cardi B does it. Yeah, or like you know, it's like it's it is like it's easy money. They pay. I don't know how these companies have so much money, but they do, and they yeah. pay a shitload because they know that well, like people post, will buy them. One post from um, I was listening to like some statistic about how much it costs for like like a Kylie. Post, and oh, it's, it's like, like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. One, the same with Kendall. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're like the 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 highest paid. Yeah, I think Chloe's is probably like two fifty or something. It's like I totally agree. You know, it's like where like fuck that is so much money. That is so so much money much for money. for companies where like this is these aren't like good products. These are right, like yeah. cheap shit. Yeah, that, I mean it's all it is is it's a laxative in a lollipop. It's a laxative yeah. in a powdered form to make a shake. Yeah. Like. It's not like these like really expensive like we've harvested ingredients from yeah. here like it's like cheap products that are yeah. easy to Someone's make. Someone's like cooking this and they're <gasps> right, that, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it, 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 it's like it's not like they like someone. Ha- I, I just whoever's making this like they obviously have a lot of money for sure. Well, because I'm because like, maybe because it's the stuff the overhead is zero. They're literally the overhead is zero in their bathtub. Like yeah, they're, they're just grinding they're up ready. Imodium tablets. <laughs> 
But Imodium's expensive. It's no Imodium blocks you up. <laughs> no, it's expensive. No, but there, it's not Imodium. Imodium will constantly. Oh, duh. You. Yeah, no, it's something. It's like whatever. It's laxatives. It's like oh, some, you know, whatever. But I don't think laxatives are cheap either. I don't think laxatives are cheap either. I mean, every like. Maybe, like, you know, hey. There's, there's got to be some natural, weird chemical substance that is, like, wholesale really cheap. And, like, it has a side effect. on Alibaba. <laughs> yeah. yeah. From our anything various... you want at a cheap price is available to you on Alibaba. <laughs> you guys, if you have not looked at the fascinating world of all... You didn't know of you wholesale could get stuff. Things. I had no idea you could get stuff that cheap. You, it's just like we're all. It will make you angry because we're all overpaying so vastly, right? But for it's everything like we're buying, right? But we don't want like a hundred pack of dresses. We don't, but right, it's just right, like, right. that's what Alibaba is selling. <laughs> I mean, yeah, everything's cheap when you look at like the just, cost per it's per just unit. Like, it's it's like because we think it's like okay, so like I go to like Forever Twenty One, like I get my like twenty five dollar dress, my and I'm like, what a steal! You, you guys, it cost two cents for them to make and well, so just right. like the everyone margin yes, is everybody crazy. knows this i guess but like when you really see it out there it's like wow like, <laughs> i want to be sure go on alibaba yeah, and if you find yeah. any sort of laxatives on alibaba you know where they're going they're going but let us know because like, i want to i want to see it and then we can yeah. all report them together yeah let's and go, we like, can get them shut down i don't know i just yeah. think that's hilarious yeah um, i also find it really funny with like laxative lollipops so like my favorite um like set like pick that like they used to sell is like girls in like the club like with their laxative lollipop. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? There's so much about that. So it's like I guess it's the appetite suppressant lollipop. It's right? appetite suppressant. So now, okay, so never mind. So it's I guess it's not technically a laxative. Who? It's a caffeine lollipop. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like is what's going into it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like so funny to me. Well, that the idea like, of like well, it, it's with any of like the fit tees. They're always in bikinis. Yeah. With the flat tummy. Yeah. And in reality, it's like Jamila did this. She did like the picture of like, yeah. it was like Instagram versus reality. In the reality, she was like chained to a toilet. <laughs> it was like and she was like screaming. Because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're going to be, your stomach's going to be bloated out mm-hmm. to God knows where. God knows where yeah. because that's what happens. And you'll be in pain. And you'll be in pain and you'll be pooping your brains <laughs> out. <laughs> For days on end. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, if that's like, it, it's just, it's so absurd. And because the most absurd thing is that none of these people who are selling these products Use have it. have ever taken them. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. So it's just like, you know. It, it's a, it's a, it's a crock of shit. Literally. Literally. <laughs> okay. So I feel like this is enough psychobabble for today. Do you yes. feel, do you feel woke? I, f- I feel woked up. Woken. Yeah, I feel awoken. <laughs> awoken. Yeah, and if anyone has questions about what we talked about with orthorexia, binge, um, anywhere on the eating sort of spectrum, if you agree, disagree, have questions about anything that we said, please um, let, us let, know. let us know. Feel free to DM us. You can reach out. Um, you can email us. We'd love to know your thoughts if this was like relevant to you if you'd ever heard of some of these diagnoses before if you if you tried a, a flat tummy tea if you tried a flat tummy tea we can anonymous anonymously share your poop story uh, um, i would love horror. to read it yeah okay Please. anyone anyone who has like horror stories like diarrhea horror stories from cinnamon from 
any of the fit tees, let us know. Yeah, um, we can like me- like alter your voice where it's like rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you'll never be identified. Yeah, you'll never be identified. Um, we will hold your secret dear. But yeah, you make know, a hotmail, make a fake hotmail account. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. survival story yeah survival <laughs> yeah um but yeah you know we just we want to make sure this is a conversation that um is relevant to people in terms of the uh, the discussion on eating disorders and things like that um but we will shift now into our other shit portion yes welcome the to the other shit this is where we just talk about random stuff that annie and i think is hilarious or, or, or just interesting. interesting and we think you will too yeah okay and do we have a doozy <laughs> do we have a big one some of you may be familiar with this i doubt it we did not know it was a thing yeah. i feel like if i don't know about it no one knows about it that's just like i only were talking oh, that's you, know? you you don't know about anything okay <laughs> I, it, it, I didn't know about it so yeah no so yeah. then i really that's a barometer yeah. for like yeah. this is an under current i know about like everything pop culture just be not every but like i'm like you're i'm the pop culture person for sure that like when i tell you something you're like really yeah you know or like you (laughs) come two weeks later like did you see that oh my god God, yeah yeah like that story is so old okay so we are about to talk (laughs) about the term called chuckle fuckers you heard that right it's called chuckle fuckers it's girls or guys girls or guys anyone yeah who goes after comedians with the veracity of a torpedo (laughs) (laughs) who torpedoes straight into the loins of Of a comedian stand-up comedian yes Yes. so i apparently this is like a thing and like there are many girls who like identified with this where like they knew who knew so they go to comedy shows and Okay, just to add, like, I, I do not care what – don't come at us that we're slut-shaming. Literally, do with your body what you will. This yeah. is not shaming. I think this is fascinating. I think it's such an interesting quirk, Quirk in people. Or interest. Yeah, of, like yeah. – and we'll explain, like, some of the to stuff that so went into it. To so specifically be, like, I love comedians and I will – basically stalk them and i will basically stalk them until they have sex with me yeah which is like fine if that's what you're into like this is not about that and i'm sure there are guys that do this too so great um but for this example since we're girls and like i'm putting myself in the mind of a girl chocolate fucker um so i found this (laughs) a dark place a dark place i found this article how did you even find it so i looked on randomly i looked on adam divine divine adam divine's instagram and then he had a picture with a girlfriend and i'm always like gotta see who's dating who so i was like oh like she's cute like Mm -hmm. i haven't seen her before so i clicked on her page and it was just like bopping around and she had a picture of them together it was cute and then she commented on it and she was like she was like i didn't she was like i'm such a she's like i'm such a stand-up comedy or i'm such like a comedy nerd like but I had no idea that I was, um, like, until Adam and I started dating because he's a comedian. Um, and then she said something referencing – she was like, there's, like – she was like, there's, like, an NSFW term for this that I won't put here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? So yeah. then I Googled, like, term – I was like – it was like – I felt like <laughs> our mom. It was like, NSFW term for girls who <laughs> like comics. And then, like, the first thing that came up was, like, Urban Dictionary was, like, chuckle fucker. Oh, and I was like – Oh, my gosh. I so would just funny. burst out laughing because I was like, that is just, like, the best term. The most term. ludicrous 
ludicrous the most ludicrous yeah, able, just fucking hilarious. But so like, it funny. makes sense. And then, so there was this article from this girl. It wasn't on Vice, but she writes for Vice. And her, the thing was like, I am a chuckle fucker. Or like, I was a chuckle fucker. Like, she's like coming out and like <laughs> admitting her like, sins. Yes. Like, it's like a, like, you know, hi, my name is yeah, Jane. And, and I'm, I'm a chuckle fucker. <laughs> I've been a chuckle fucker for 10 years. Oh my God. Um, so then... I read her article. We can. Um, I also read it after because I was like, we can yes. link it. Yeah, because I was telling Dan. Yeah. So essentially, what she was saying, she like, she obviously she likes stand up comedy, but she there was like something about it where she really liked the idea of like being intimate with comedians, stand up comedians, holding their secrets is kind of like right. What I got yeah. She life. liked being the one that they were like um, real with, real with, mm-hmm. and she. I mean, this also, I mean, every, like, girl's like, I like someone who can make me laugh. She also was like, you know, I want someone who can, like, we can have, like, amazing sex, and then he can make me laugh mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like, other people can do that, aside from stand- Just comedians. Comedians. Yeah. And I think what she didn't realize, but, like, I know, mm-hmm. and I don't know, you and I both know, because when I told you that, we were like, but, like, comedians, stand-up comedians are some of, like, the most depressed, self-deprecating people. Yeah. Who off stage are nothing like their on stage persona. For sure. Yeah. And so I just think she didn't make I don't think she knew that. Yeah. You know, it's like she, she went in with the this, same. Right. It's like, like she went Eddie in, Murphy or like Steve, um uh, not Steve Carell, who's the the other guy? Steve Oh, yeah. Whatever. Or like, I don't know, whoever Chris D'Elia well, is I the mean, same on stage as he is off stage, which is like not the Well, case. I mean, look at Robin Williams, like 100%. everyone's favorite yeah. comedian of all mm-hmm. time, and yeah. he you know, was like so you depressed. know so depressed. I mean, he committed suicide. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. it's and everyone was so shocked. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, he's depressed. Like yes, yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. anyway. So I mean, comedians have like a long history of like I'm being pretty open about it too. Of like, oh yeah, a lot of them are very open with depression. Um, I mean, like we went to a we not being a, who who everyone thinks that they are. Yeah, exactly. Not always being like the funny person yeah, off stage. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think dealing – I think so many comedians will say that, like, they have – there's, like, a ton of trauma that goes into, like, the uh-huh. comedy, too. I mean, that's why, like, alcoholism and drug use is, like, pervasive in, like, the comedic community. Along exactly. Along with, like, you know, mental health stuff. Yeah, too. because yeah. I think there 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 is some sort of correlation between trauma, comedy, using comedy as a way to cope from trauma, yeah. mm-hmm. being able to – Especially comics that are particularly self-deprecating. Yeah. I think there's a lot of them, but ones – and, you know, comics that are, like, larger in size and bigger mm-hmm. bodies, like, they're very self-deprecating about I their know. weight. They're like, yeah. hey, like, I'm a fat fuck and I know yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. everyone's like, eh. I, I you can't – yeah, no. Yeah, and it, yeah, they're like, I'm a piece of shit. I yeah. know it. Yeah. And it's like – you know, like it's it's a it's it's a way of like coping. Yes, yeah. That yeah I've yeah. seen many like comics do. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I I don't know. I think she just like wasn't aware that I think the piece was like she wasn't aware that they were not like they were off stage or on stage. Mm-hmm. And then she, yeah, but she liked the idea of like being seeker keeper and um Yeah. Having, like, a fun, a perpetually funny person around. Well, know? and also she was saying, like, and maybe this is just her, but she was saying as, like, she started dating this this one um, comedian and, like, as the relationship went on, she, like, made everything, like, about him. Like, she was always, like, calling mm-hmm. him on the phone to, like, talk about, like, 
new things she noticed like in his personality yeah. that like he could use for his bits yeah you know and she was like oh my god you're so quirky like he'd like come over to her house and do something and she'd be like that's so funny like you should talk about that like you're sad it was mm. I'll, I'll say this weird thing of, like I'm uncovering how quirky you are yeah like I'm like your little helper mm-hmm. and like showing how like I don't know, like, new ways to be, like... Like, funny or, like, I don't know. things. My, my thing, which is why, like, I was, like, not... Sh- I was just, like, what? When this happened? Because I was, like, I don't know. I'm single, and, like, whenever I see someone listed as a comedian on, like, a dating app, instant X. Yeah. They, they, no. they don't stand a chance. And I, I don't really know why I'm like that, but I think it's just from, like, having been around guys who are comedians, like... My best friend does a lot of stuff in, like, the improv, and so I've just met people Mm -hmm. through – guys through there. Not, like, dating, but just, like, you know, at parties and stuff, and, like, all of them are, like – not all of them, but, like, a lot of them can be so, like, performative. Yeah. You know, where it's, like – Always on. Feeling like they – well, and and it's this thing, because they think they feel like they can't – like, at, like, a party, it's, like, oh, like, this is, like, another stage, like, at a party. Mm -hmm. It's, like, I've got to be on, i got to be funny, like, telling jokes, like – no, like, I just want to, like, no, like, I just want to have a conversation. Like, yeah. you you don't have to do a bit yeah. right now. I don't need to laugh. Like, it's fine. I'm fine. Right. I don't need to laugh. <laughs> I'm, like, totally. Yeah. You yeah. could tell me, like, about. Like, things are fine if I'm not laughing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it, it's, like, you're not, like, the court. It's, like, this idea, like, the, like, the court, court jester. Yes, and they feel totally. like they're, like, the dancing monkey, yeah. like, oh at a God, party. That's, that's horrible. I know. Yeah. It, it makes me feel sad. But I don't think they view it that way. Yeah, but that's how we view it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, on the receiving end, it's, like, please. Because I know what you're talking about. Because we've been in a couple situations where I'm, like, oh, my God. Like, please stop, like, doing a bit for me right now you know what I mean and it's right like, and it's yeah. like yeah it's funny but it's like I don't like I don't need this from you yeah. like you can just we can just talk yeah exactly and I think like so the interesting thing about like that article of Rome is that like like ladies and gentlemen like if you would like to enter the chuckle fuckle chuckle chuckle fuckle <laughs> chuckle fuckle the chuckle fucker world it's apparently easy it's so easy i mean you just go up to them after i mean here's the thing again no, you do some recon well you do both you can go up to them after the show yeah and literally okay like there's just so maybe we need to do a deep, a deep dive episode dive. of mental health of comedians because I was gonna say you go up to them after the show yeah. like again like when I go to my friends shows afterwards you know they're all out in the lobby and then like walk by like one guy and I'll be like oh my gosh like like you're so great and like I mean like they like literally stop in their tracks they're like thank you so much yeah. they're like really yeah. really uh-huh. I'm like okay don't say it again I'm like yeah you were great <laughs> it's like and they like, and they like, don't want to stray off the subject too. It's no, no, very, no, no, like, no. It's like, what parts do you like? Yeah. Oh, which like, oh, you like that? Oh, I didn't see. I didn't think that worked. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, but it totally, you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah. You know, and again, this is not indicative of every comedian, but this from just what from what we've noticed of comedians in research. LA. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you go up to them after the show. Yeah, apparently from drop what, a a baby of a compliment. That's what yeah. she was saying. Like tell drop baby of a compliment. You're funny. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, like two yeah. minutes later we're in his room. Yeah. Like going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's like, so you can do that, or you can just like find she said so she was like going old school she was like on facebook like con- like and would just like pri- i don't know do you private message on facebook i feel like i have yeah you can forever and like would like or like whatever right on their wall you can the mess it right on their wall. i don't even know what, <laughs> what <laughs> i hold <laughs> harken it back to 2008 yep. and right on their wall and like say like hey like can't wait to see you when you're in Toledo or like right. wherever and he's like oh he's oh like, oh oh you're gonna be on my show yeah. oh uh, see you afterwards see, see you afterwards yeah. we should we should get a drink what yeah. and then she'd be like okay I mean maybe this is just like 
guys and of course like yeah. being super like and do anything for sex yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah and so and so that was like the other so that, yeah, path I, I mean yeah so I mean, the point being here, if you want to be a chuckle fucker, go for it. It's the world is your oyster. The world is your oyster. <laughs> like, it's not hard. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, like, you know, if I'm trying to, like, get with, like, freaking, I don't know, what's another, like, genre of people that it's hard? Actors? No. No. Like, I don't know, like, like brain surgeons. <laughs> you know, I'm like a... What would the trope be for that? Like, cortex. <laughs> <laughs> frontal lobe fucker <laughs> you know it's like i don't think i could pay a brain surgeon one compliment and then be like cortex copulation <laughs> so good and like i don't think i could pay them a compliment and they'd be like oh my god like you you like that surgery like what part did you like yeah, did you like the part where yeah, i like yeah. removed the tumor did yeah. you like how long it took or how i sealed it up do you like my gloves do you like how i caught her wounds <laughs> <laughs> like you know it's like for yeah. what I, I mean it's like anything in entertainment obviously everyone's so like oh my gosh like you liked what i wrote you liked what i made every yeah. it's like a creative thing i get that um but I just think I just think it's funny. I just think it's a hilarious term, and I love to hear from people who a little secret society that we do who really are chocolate fuckers. Like mm-hmm. if you're if you're a girl or a guy, like, and you love dating comedians, like I would love to chat with you. I would love to chat with you. I just <laughs> yeah. want to know. I just be, I think it's because I'm so like against it. And I, I like I've never date. I, I, here's the thing: I never dated a comedian. I'm just yeah. like for whatever reason, I'm like vehemently against yeah. it because I think in my mind I know I, I feel like they're all like kind of like Robin I get worried that they're like Robin Williams and I'm mm. like okay like are you taking care of yourself and your mental health like okay I can't like do that for you and so yeah. it's like not wanting to be their caretaker off stage I think is like what comes up for you and right. for me too right yeah right oh totally but things have changed what do you mean? In my life. Oh my god, yes, I know. <laughs> like the 180 <laughs> we never knew was coming. So, okay. And this another has been thing in the span about me. One month. <laughs> no, this has been in the span of three days. I mean, I think I think since like the conception of like finding out that the world of chuckle, fuck, chuckle fuckers exists and right. Being, being right, like, right, 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 right. This has been like a few weeks. Um, so also if you know me. Maybe you don't know me, but at least Annie and my family knows. Like, I don't like watching stand-up comedy on yeah. TV, which is interesting because I love it. I don't and like. So it. does my mom. Oh yeah, and our parents love it. Like, I don't like watching the Netflix specials or the HBO stuff. I just don't like it. I just like it's not funny to me. I don't like watching it sitting on my couch. Like whatever. Yeah. Um. I just would. Do you like shows? Like stand-up shows? Yeah, but it's not like my favorite thing to do. It's like fine if like obviously if like a friend is in it or something, then yeah. I'm like all in. Yeah. And I like improv shows. Like, I love improv and stuff like that. Like, yeah. that I would be more willing to go to than mm-hmm. a stand-up show. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of, like, straight stand-up, like, no, it's not, like, my number one thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never, like, willingly be like, oh, my God, like, you know, I, I don't have a favorite stand-up comedian. Like, I, I literally don't give a shit. Like, I yeah. don't care. Like, the mm-hmm. comedy world is, like, yeah, in, like, the famous comedy world, world of, like, comedy specials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not – it's just – I'm not interested by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for – I don't know what it was. I watched Rami. <laughs> so Rami is a show on Hulu. Rami Youssef is a comedian who is the star of it and wrote it. 
Um, he just won the Golden Globe for it. Mm-hmm. And I had heard about the show and ha- I had wanted to watch it before mm-hmm. this because I watch Hulu a lot and I see the ads and I just never, I just didn't get around to it. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that he won and his speech was like funny. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna check this out. Mm-hmm. Like episode one, I'm like all in. I'm like, this is my husband. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about him. I think he's so hot and he's so funny. And like, I'm just attracted to him and like his brain yeah and then so where this is going is I texted just texting that to Annie I was, yeah. I was like oh like I'm like really in love with Sky Rami and I've just been like watching all the episodes of the show and yeah. like stalking him yeah. and then I was like I'm a chocolate fuck <laughs> I know we literally said it at the same time the I was like time. wait you're the it was like both in all caps I was like all caps I was like I'm a chocolate fucker and then SMW switched to all caps you're the chocolate fucker <laughs> Oh my god! And yeah. last night I watched his stand-up special. Oh, did on you? HBO. I know you watched it. Did you? It's funny. Yeah, it's so funny. It's so it's he's a he, very it, different comedian. Yes, but it's like that's like it's my subtle, humor. Quiet, ironic, very funny. Yeah, just like his his humor is my humor. Like yeah. everything, like. I find his show like laugh out loud funny to yeah. me yeah, yeah. just because I like I can't even like if you watched it and it's not your type of humor then like you wouldn't think it was funny right exactly yeah. so then mm-hmm. like you know I don't even so, know it's so back off <laughs> so back off also if anyone knows Rami um we're the same age I live in LA oh you're the same age yeah we're both 28 um I think he lives in LA too or he's, I think he splits time between LA and New York okay. um I'm single and I would like to marry him, please. <laughs> I don't think he needs to be taken care of. I think he's good. Well, because he... He seems okay. He se- he seems... Well, I th- it's just a different type of comedy, you know? Like, it's not like the... Like, on stage. So, to me, I think that perhaps correlates to less of, like... Right. You know, such a change when he's off stage. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. He's like, not like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. 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 Like, maybe he gets, we all get a little sad. That's fine. I'm not saying I can't take care of someone yeah. that's sad. I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Who I mean, knew? who knew? If you, like, and if you knew me the way Annie knows me, it's like, who knew? Yeah, like, this really? is like, who I knew? don't like comedians. Yeah. I will not watch yeah. a stand-up special. So, like, long story short, basically, you know, we're now going to be engaging in some recon with okay, where where's Ronnie you said that? Yeah. Okay, if you know like Watching an upcoming show in LA, yeah. I already made Annie follow him. I was like, so if, if I miss something, then, yeah, then I'll you catch the crumbs. Then you need to catch the crumbs. <laughs> so if he's like playing, he does stuff at like Hollywood improv. So if yeah. he's doing that, then like we need to show up and, and be like, there. Yeah, be there. And then you need to get ready to peace out because we have to go on our first date. Yeah. After. I will. I'll be a good wing woman. Yeah, you are yeah. a good wing woman. Um but yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just I just love him. I just think he's so funny and smart. And the show is so good. Like, yeah, it is really It good. reminds me a lot of Master of None in the way that it's kind of like about nothing. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like little short episodes of like snippets of things. Um, but there's like some really – it's just like culturally it's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just some really good like – there's two episodes later, one about like that just is about his sister, and then one that's just about his mom, um, that are so just like not really f- like funny, but just like so good, just mm-hmm. like interesting, just about like these insights into like these personalities. And I know like he has a sister, so I'm not sure. I, I think a lot of it is based on his life, mm-hmm. um, but it's just like so. It's just, like, hilarious. I don't know. It's really good. And it's, like, a good, I think, like, you know, insight into, like, here's what it's like to be a Muslim in the United States, too. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he has one episode, like, halfway through um, 
about when he like when 9-11 happened when he was in school Mm -hmm. and then how like all of a sudden like all of his friends like didn't want to hang out with him anymore and everyone's like you're a terrorist Mm -hmm. and like like do you know bin laden Mm -hmm. he has like jokes about it in like his special which is like super funny yeah but um (laughs) but he has this one where it's like because like his mom wouldn't get him a cell phone she got him like (laughs) walkie-talkies that had like four mile radiuses so he had to like check in and then, like, when, like, like when he, he's, like, when I first got it, like, my friends thought it was so cool. Like, well, what's the range on that thing? Like, wow, that's so cool. Like, you can hear everything. And he's, like, after 9-11, everyone was, like, what's the range on that thing? Are you talking to Bin Laden? <laughs> it's, like, oh just, like, shows the shit. But, like, yeah. to me, that's, like, my type of humor is, yeah. like, you're a mom giving a son, like, a walkie-talkie and it, like, going off in class. Like, I think that is so funny. Like. Because it is. Because it is. And also, uh, I just love him. I don't, um, I don't know if he's single. I hope he is. I want to marry him. Yeah. You'll have to lie and wait if he's not. Yeah. I'll have to lie and wait. It's okay. Mm -hmm. I can wait. Yeah. It's okay. For the the chuckle fucker (laughs) of my dreams. (laughs) 2020 is your year. <laughs> you know how it's like the year of the monkey? The year or like the, the year of the snake? The, 2020 is the year of the chuckle bugger. I feel like the um the the mascot is a chuckle. The the, the candy. <laughs> the oh my god, yes, yeah. the chuckles yeah. candy. Yeah, if you guys don't know what that is, it's like a it's like a vintage gummy candy. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That our dad eats. Our dad eats them all the time, so that's yeah. why they're like they sell them only at hardware stores. <laughs> yeah. Everything you need to know. They about sell them <laughs> only at Ace Hardware's. Like, oh my god, yes. Mm, this tastes like sawdust. Like, <laughs> and it's been in here forever. <laughs> yeah, 12 years was like this incarnation date. It's so nasty. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Okay, guys, that does it for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us five stars and let us know what you enjoyed about it. It helps so much. Follow us on Instagram at the inner gem. That's T-H-E-I-N-N-E-R-G-E-M. Feel free to DM us anytime with questions or suggestions. Um, and you can find us on our website at gemmed, G-E-M-M-E-D dot N-G-O. And just a quick disclaimer that yes, I am a therapist, but no, I'm not your therapist. So please take everything we said today with a grain of salt. And if you feel that you need help, reach out to an individualized professional. Thank you.